0: Welcome to Right, Just, and Inconvenient,
1: a podcast where we talk about the Catholic faith and our walk towards holiness in today's cultural climate.
0: We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm
1: Amanda. And we are both Catholic wives and mothers trying to raise the next generation of good and decent Catholics in today's world.
0: And even though we don't always get it right ourselves, we invite you to walk with us on this journey to holiness.
1: So what inspired you to clean up your house? Are you kidding? No, I'm not. Go.
0: Um, <laughs> this is how you're starting it. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So what she is referring to it, is... You
1: decluttering and cleaning your home.
0: Yeah. Why well, do you want to do it? It's called the home examen that Mother and Home's doing from Stephanie Weinert's Mother and Home. Anyway... Um the main inspiration I guess the beginning inspiration was the fact that they were offering it like for people who were part of the community and I am terrible at organizing things. What? <laughs> so I was like, well, I mean, it's a plan laid out for me, I'm going to do it. But also, I think I've been trying to get my life together in general. So, um like this is just another aspect of it. And I guess it helps that, like, Lent is coming up. So it is it is a sacrifice for me to, like, to do this, that makes sense. this kind of thing because it's not one of my favorite things to do. And I guess, like, that's kind of what we're talking about this episode that we so jarringly jumped into. But, <laughs> um, like, making a home, like, it is something I want. Like, it's not something that I've been good at. And it's kind of something I've avoided, I think, since becoming a mother... But it is my job to, like, make this home... And I'm not saying it's not Andrew's job, too. But, like, it is my job to make this home, like, a welcoming, warm place for my family. Because I want all of us to become saints. And, like, we need a warm environment to at least come back to, like, from this world.
1: (laughs) I would argue, though, that, like, since you've been, like, married, and especially since you've been in this house, I do think that, like, it's felt at least to like, Fred and me and Charlotte, like, do you feel like, do you need to fix the baby? <laughs> I don't think so. For reference, the baby's okay. They're in a safe situation. <laughs> um,
0: She's just biting on the toy I gave her. I didn't expect her to bite on it.
1: Anyway, proceed. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's always felt like a welcoming like, kind of like, homey place. Like, and you've got a lot of uh, like, Catholic decor, too. Like, you... As far as, like, the, like, the saint pictures and, like, it's a very, it's a very Catholic house, your house. Like, I think if someone walked into my house, they'd be, like, are they Catholic? Or are they just, like, watch a lot of Chip and Joanna Gaines and kind of, like, want to try to piece some of that together from Hobby Lobby, like. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Those are the two extremes?
1: I mean, not necessarily. I think that we've seen the other side
0: of that extreme when we lived in our college apartment, and it's very different. To be fair, I have been, like. Um, like when someone asks me what I want for like Christmas or something like my mom like I usually will pick some sort of like Catholic decor because I don't buy myself that kind of stuff and then I also got some stuff from my grandmother who passed away last year so that helped and she was a good Catholic woman Um, I think yeah I think Um, I'm sure you have stuff in your house that says you're Catholic
1: well no we do have we have, we have two crucifixes that are like hanging up yeah. But besides that, like, that's really all that's like, well, okay, first of all, I probably wouldn't have wall decor if um, I would own it and it would be in piles leaned up against the wall if Fred didn't exist because Fred's the one who goes, you know what? This should get hung up somewhere and takes the initiative to go, which wall do you want it on? And I'll point and he will get out a level and actually hang it and design it and make it look pretty. That's his thing. It's not my thing.
0: Because um, I don't really care what's on the walls. So I just,
1: I like the ending effect, I don't like the doing of it.
0: No, I I think that does, it makes Amanda and I are different, like, compared to at least what you see, I guess, on social media as, like, the classic woman, and also what you've seen, I guess, throughout media forever, <laughs> for a really long time in America, at least, that, like, women are supposed to enjoy making a home and keeping a home, like, and decorating and, like, picking out, like, decorations for their house and, like... <laughs> i am not that person and like amanda might might be that person Amelia in our, like has dreaming so sense right. yeah, can you hear my baby she is talking on the floor um sorry folks but um like we're just not those people like we're not those women but i do think we both find it important for our homes to be like warm welcoming yeah. and at least as clean as you can be while also living there with toddlers and, yeah I have nice. a lot
1: of visions and not a lot of initiative.
0: Yeah. So I guess this is kind of us keeping you up to date with like how we're making that happen, even though we suck at it. Cause that's the truth. Like we suck at it. But Amanda, you're prepping for a newborn, which is kind of like a whole different style of like preparing your home. So like, yep. you want to tell us about that a little? <laughs> with that.
1: That was said a lot. Of sense. <laughs> um Like, with Charlotte, like, I had, like, she's my first kid, and I feel like people usually with their first baby are like, I've got to get all this stuff together, like, I'm going to make everything perfect, everything's going to be wonderful, and I was exactly who I always am, even about, like, baby prepping, and waited till the last minute to pack a hospital bag, to, like, finish nursery, to get anything really together. And overall, like, I think that it negatively impacted, like, my postpartum experience in a way, to an extent, because, like, on top of my super glamorized vision of motherhood that I had going into having a baby, I also, like, didn't have a lot of things in order that could have made my life a lot easier had I just, like, put more thought into it and actually executed upon said thought. Yeah. So this time around, I feel more, like, motivation to make that period of my life easier Uh by prepping. (laughs) And... At least some.
0: I mean, I don't know if this is true for all people, but, like, okay, so I did prep with Julia. Like, I mean, not, not, like, as much as I guess most, I'm not going to say most women, but, like, a lot of my friends, like, Lauren. Sorry, Lauren, if you're listening to this, (laughs) I'm actually complimenting you and your ability to organize. You're the highest, you're the gold standard of prep right now in Alex's world. Yes, you really are. Uh, (laughs) So, um. Like, I wouldn't say that I was there, but, like, I did, like, you know, make, like, an organized nursery and, like, I had help, but, um, but I was as prepared as, and I did, like, a little nesting stage where I was, like, organizing the clothes pretty intensely, but then, like, with my second kid, I, um, I don't know that I prepared as much, but I already had a lot, and having kids, like, so back-to-back as I have. Like, I prepared less with each one, but I do think that the second child, like, for me, and I, I'm I'm guessing because I'm already seeing it with you and how you're preparing, like, it kind of makes you just a better mom because, like, you kind of have to do things. Like, I don't know about, like, with one kid, it's, like, you can kind of figure it out as you go, but, like, with with the second kid, you, like, have to get your life together. Yep. Because you, I mean, if you're home alone with them, like... There's only one you, and there's two of them. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to have things, like, safe. Like, you can't run and grab both kids at the same time a lot of the times when they're both, like, mobile.
1: With Charlotte, I was very much prepping more so for presentation. Like, I worried about stuff like sticker presentation on her nursery wall and, like, how the shelves were aligned. And, like, stuff that I could have cared less about in the first six weeks after having a baby. (laughs) Like it's not like I got any particular joy out of where the stickers on the wall were. I would have gotten particular joy about like conveniently placed changing stations. Um, Like not putting, I like put our rocker that we bought in her nursery and then her nursery was the most boring room in the entire house. So I was sitting for the first few days just like rocking in this rocker for hours worth of my nighttime, bored out of my mind. So then for the sake of being practical, then and now, that recliner is now in front of my television, where I will also be. Yeah. <laughs> and the changing station, like, getting rid of it. I'm getting the changing pad, inspired by you. <laughs> like, and how you have yours, like, where you can kind of pull it out anywhere you need it. Yeah. Like, I don't care about the stupid covers. Like, I have the changing pad, and I'm going to put it wherever I am at the time. And, you know, and it's resting place it needs to be put away. Sure, it can, like, sit on top of the dresser, but... Besides that, it's just going where I go. So I have a place that's just convenient and easy.
0: If you're low maintenance like us and you're about to have a baby, like consider. I mean, obviously, for your first kid, sometimes you want things to be pretty. And that is understandable and no one's judging you. But eventually, (laughs) consider ditching the covers. I mean, of the changing pads, (laughs) because you can just wipe it down afterwards and then it's clean. As opposed to having to do so much laundry that, I mean, in the first whole few ch- weeks, you let you me tell you the, the amount the dirty of blowouts. What?
1: You have to make, like, the trip from the changing pad, like, to the dirty laundry, like, to with the dirty thing. Right. You don't have to do that if you've already got the cover. Yeah,
0: you can just wipe it off. But there are, my mom bought me one that uh, actually has, a, like, a plastic lining, like, in the middle.
1: Love and that. so, that one
0: I've had on there for a while because, like, she hasn't managed to get any on the, like, soft sides, but, like, it's cute. So, if you're going to get one and you want it to be cute, get one like that. Save yourself.
1: I'm wondering how that pans out with boys because Charlotte, I remember, peed onto that one time and the downside is that since it's water resistant, like, the pee just forms like a puddle. That's true. So, she would just, like, roll roll in it. I feel like that's, like, an extra issue with boys. I could be wrong because I have zero experience with I have,
0: yeah, I have zero experience. I have three girls. But, um, this is just another tip. Not that anybody, like, I mean, who knows if you need it, but... Put the diaper, the new diaper underneath. <laughs> you don't have to do much. just put the new diaper underneath the one you're about to take off before and then and then you can phew, take it off don't don't make that mistake, okay, there will be pee everywhere if you <laughs> especially in those first few weeks. I swear they pee and poop just like immediately like they're like, Oh, you're taking off my diaper, it's time, so. Anyway, this is not a...
1: It's like when you lay your head on the, t- on the pillow and they're like, it's time to be awake now.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, I do know that. Not this baby, though. This sweet baby that you've been hearing is... She's a really good sleeper. And I did literally no preparing for her, so...
1: She's also great at just, like, being entertained right now on the floor. Just, like, independently playing with nonsense. Charlotte was not like this.
0: Neither were my other two. But, anyway... um. So far for me with preparing my home, like I've started with my living room because that's the first step with this um, home examine. And I think it's, I think it makes sense that it's the first step because it is the place where like you hang out, like you spend time as a family together. It's everyone's space. So like having that kind of like clean every night has been really nice for me. And I'm like good about finishing, like getting everything up at the end of the night because it's that important for me to feel like peace in it, especially like first thing in the morning. And, um, like, there are so many steps to go. I'm kind of making it, like, I'm trying not to push myself too hard because Amanda always says that I'm spinning too many plates. And I am. <laughs> but I'm trying but to take I this really I think last time you even slowly. talked about how
1: some people, like, just work better when they're spinning a lot of plates. And you feel like you're
0: one of those people. I am. I mean, like, I'm trying to take this really slowly. Like, I'm not putting pressure on myself to, like, finish in 12 mm. weeks. I mean, she said it could be like twelve days, twelve weeks, because it's a twelve-step program. But like, I'm on the first step, and I have, like, I, I have one week, like, or I've made it one week, and I'm finishing tonight. Like, I should be finished with the living room entirely. So the next thing I think is the bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have like in completely different approaches to this too, and like part of that's because I like. I've only watched the introductory video and unless they
0: don't follow the rules, you don't follow.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> that and I think that like this like my desire I think to do it has been driven primarily by like the arrival of a second baby in a tiny home. So like right now the way our house is structured like the living room and my toddler's room are really kind of the same room like cuz it's the bigger room and it just makes more sense And so the baby's going to stay in our bedroom. So there's just not like, whenever, whenever I was looking at the steps and you start with the living room, I was like, that's also my toddler's room, though, which really changes, like, the uh, dynamic of how I go through this.
0: Yeah, I think, like, I think that, like, for each stage in your motherhood, I suppose, like, you're going to have to do this again. Like, I'm doing oh, it because... I finally have the energy. I mean, I didn't give this as a reason earlier, but, like, that's also part of it. Like, I've been pregnant, you know, forever. And (laughs) when I'm postpartum, (laughs) I have to take advantage of, like, the energy boost that I get. I know some people, like, get drained. And at the very beginning, I'm emotional and stuff. But, like, I I get this large energy boost, like, at around three months, because that's where I'm at right now, where I'm just, like, ready to go. And so I'm trying to get as much done while I can because who knows when I'll get pregnant again and like uh, I
1: keep forgetting you're only three months postpartum. Like I feel like Amelia's been here forever.
0: Right. <laughs> it's so weird because like, um like you don't know this kid your whole life and then you meet your baby and and this is about to happen for you, but like you meet your baby and you're just like, I feel like I've known you forever.
1: Well, we do get the benefit of, like, knowing them, I think, like, you know, at least longer than their dad, you know? True.
0: But I just, like, can't imagine my life without her, which is, like, funny because, you know, of course, I I didn't plan to have her. I I don't plan my children at this point. (laughs) But, like, I didn't, I mean, she was a beautiful surprise. And, like, I was a little bit worried about it at first, but, like, I'm so glad she's here. (laughs)
1: gonna replace the the p and nfp change it from planning i don't know what you're gonna natural family something
0: natural family (laughs) postponing (laughs) postponing yeah because it's not really planned it's more like i'm postponing until i'm ready to not because the thing is like i feel like with birth control you have to like get off of it yeah like it has to be like i'm getting off birth control But like with, it's
1: like an adjustment period.
0: Yeah, but with like not family planning, it's like I could change my mind tomorrow. (laughs) That's true. And technically, be this is true. Actually, I I I would be like against my protocol if I changed my mind tomorrow. You know.
1: Oh no. Oh, you're cool again. See, miracle baby. Um. But. But, yeah, with going through my house, like, instead of kind of following, like, the structured steps, I feel like my strategy so far has just been, like, going with, like, what has to happen before the baby gets here. Because, like, we are 34 weeks now, or going into my 34th week. So, like, we are on the threshold. And then um, just, like, what bothers me the most. And admittedly, there's not been a lot of, like, prayerful consideration on my end of what goes. I've just been, like, throwing things away frantically and filling up my trash can that I have wheeled to my porch so that I can just walk out of my front door and
0: chuck things into the garbage. Yeah, I think that, like, when it comes to, like, preparing a good Catholic home, like, you do have to think about, like, how important materials are to you that has been a huge thing like because because and there are things that like you you want to keep like you want people to walk in and like amanda said like you do know that i'm catholic and i'm not like like i don't have a ton of money to just spend on decorations regularly it's not that it's like i i do take like any opportunity i can to like find ways and not if this isn't for like other people to come in and be like oh she's catholic But it's more for me to be able to, like, for instance... You choose
1: wisely about the things that are coming into your home. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then also, like, I'm trying to, like, choose wisely about, like, do I need this? Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm purging. But the other night, I was just going to tell this real fast. I was working out, and I have uh, Mary on my uh, mantle. And I was working out, like, in my living room, like, in the TV's like, next to the mantle-ish, like, next to the fireplace, mm. and I, it was a hard workout. And Mary I, coach you up. I was, like, looking up, and I saw Mary, and it made me smile, and, like, it made my workout, like, a little better, just because, like, I looked up, and I was like, hey, Mary, and, like, I just kept going, but, like, you know, like, <laughs> any moment like that, or, like, when I was struggling, like, one day, I had a, I have a crucifix in my room above my bed, and I was just like, okay, Jesus, like, now's the time, help me out, you know, like, having that kind of stuff in your home, it's not just for looks, it's very important. Yeah your mind to like come back because sometimes we have no control over like things and where they're going but like when you have that kind of like holy reminders in your home like it does help you kind of come back to it but then it's important to get rid of things that just aren't important and some yeah. things you think like are sentimental like they really aren't like I threw away a journal that like I had been keeping forever the other day and I was just like do I really care about this I don't
1: see the journals are one thing that for me like is on my list of like i have to keep this
0: yeah well you have like more detailed journals than i do that's true i mean i'm keeping like my like my travel journal like the one that like i've read i wrote about like our trip to europe yep. and stuff like i i'm keeping that but like there are some journals from like that i just like i've kept forever and i just don't really need them but like going through like your books like are you ever actually gonna read it <laughs> like is anyone in your home ever, especially the ones that are like it?
1: classics so you're like i should put this on my bookshelf so that I seem esteemed no actually I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: for keeping classics I actually kept a few classics because like my kids might need it during school like what if they're school reading books like we have As I Lay Dying and I've read that Fair several times
1: I don't like that book
0: like I don't know I that like, I like it either like, but uh, my point is I'm keeping that kind of stuff or if it's like really pretty and you could use it as a decoration fine do it but like if it's like like I had some Nicholas Sparks books like I'm not going to read them and, like, there was a time where I, like... Wait, did you uh, throw those out already? Do you, I, I told you you could look oh, through the stack right here. Oh, yeah.
1: No. No. I'm being committed. <laughs> I'm not going to take them home. Okay. I won't read during maternity leave anyway. I'll tell myself I will. I won't. If I'm able to lay in my bed for long enough to read, I'll actually be sleeping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we should probably wrap this up. This isn't the most organized episode we've ever done, but I don't think it's terrible. I do think that it's important to be, like, prayerfully considering or, like Amanda, just purging because (laughs) you have to get ready for a baby. Just throw it away. (laughs) Either way, I think it's important that, like, making a home is a priority, even if you've been avoiding it like I have forever.
1: And if you're like me, you might slowly start to see your home unfold. Exactly, Amelia under the layers of garbage that you decide to discard so um
0: yeah we we can keep you updated i guess on social media a little bit because um amanda will officially be in charge of our social media soon um but letting you know how our home home examines are going yep so um we'll be praying for you be praying for us keep seeking truth